John Nix, and you're listening to the One More Verse podcast. One More Verse is a resource designed to help people understand the Bible. The passage for today is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, through chapter 5, verse 11. The fear of the unknown can create a lot of anxiety in people. And when you create a fear of the unknown and combine that with the prospects of death, it can be a daunting thing. It can be a frightening thing. And so in our passage for today, Paul wants people not to be uninformed. He wants them to be encouraged. So he tells them that in their grief, with all the things that surround death, they don't have to grieve as people with no hope. Now notice what he did not say is not to grieve. He said that you should grieve. Grieving is right. It is normal. There is loss and there's that sense of loss and there's a heaviness. So he doesn't say do not grieve. He just says don't grieve as if there is no hope. He points people back to the gospel for the gospel is the thing that informs everything about life. And he reminds us that it's because Jesus has died and that he rose again. And because of our life in Jesus, those who have fallen asleep he's going to bring to himself. Now, often this comparison of death being compared to sleep is used in the Newer Testament. Jesus himself used it, particularly when he was talking about Lazarus. And so Paul wants his people to know, and Thessalonica and, and all believers everywhere, he wants them to be encouraged. Listen, when you grieve, you're not grieving as somebody with no hope. These people have just fallen asleep. But he wants them to know that um, the word from the Lord is this. If you're alive, if you've been left, if you're left for some reason till the coming of the Lord, uh, all these things, God is going to come back for his people. And in his coming back, he's going to descend from heaven with a cry of command and the voice of the archangel and the sound of the trumpet of God. Now, I want you just to uh, forget all the special effects that are trying to go off in your head and don't get uh, to a place where you're just trying to envision what this is going to be like with tremendous accuracy. The point of this is that Jesus Christ, the righteous has defeated every single enemy and that Jesus Christ having accomplished his work is going to come back and set all things right. All the brokenness, all the destruction and devastation of sin, our King is going to make right. And while creation longs and waits and while those who are in Christ Jesus wait and for those who have already fallen asleep, we have this hope and the hope is this, Jesus will return. This coming of Jesus will not be like his first coming. This coming of Jesus, people will see him in his glory. People will understand his authority and his majesty. There will be angels. There will be the sound of trumpets. And Christ will raise up every single one that God has entrusted him with. Imagine what it's going to be like. We're all thinking about what it's going to be like to be in the clouds. But imagine what it's going to be like to actually see Jesus. So Paul says, listen, encourage one another with these words. Let this be something that in your loss, that in the devastation, in the grief, let this be something that you hold fast to, that you encourage one another, that through the tears and with all the sense of loss that you suffer, remember that is not the end. That is not the final definition. That is not the final state for our king in his resurrection guarantees us a glorious bodily resurrection. And then he moves on and he tells people, listen, when it comes to the times and the seasons, I, I want you to know that it's going to be quick. Now, there are a lot of people who have given a lot of speculation about when Jesus is going to come and it's going to be on this day. There have been some very 
embarrassing uh, predictions that have been made as people would gather and then uh, Christ's supposed coming that time came and went and they were still there. There are a lot of people who are very curious and they look to the prophecies and they seek to find hidden information and secret number patterns and all these sorts of things. But Paul just says this, listen, it's not about you figuring out the exact time on the watch that you need to concern yourself with. You need to be aware of this, that when the Lord comes, it will be sudden. People are going to be saying there's peace, there's security, and then all of a sudden it will come. Now, this is not unusual, and and, and to some degree, we know that there will never be complete peace until Jesus sets all things right. But what that means is for those who do not believe that Jesus is the Christ, that he has been raised from the dead, and that he is coming back, it will be sudden for them. It will be unexpected. They live in darkness. They don't have the same hope, but we are children of light. We're children of the day. And so we shouldn't just sit around in our lives. We're not just in some state where we just hang out and wait for Jesus to come back. No, because we belong to Jesus, the gospel informs everything that we do. So we should be sober and awake and paying attention. We should work as Jesus said, while it is day, we must give ourselves uh, away for the sake of the gospel that others may come to know Jesus and And so we hold on to faith and love and our hope of salvation because we're not under the wrath of God anymore. Death does not have to be a daunting prospect for those who are in Christ Jesus because we know that our destiny is not in wrath, but it is salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it doesn't matter what state we are in. The bottom line is that Jesus, as we are buried with him and we are, we will be raised with him. Jesus, our life is in him. And so his life is our life, his death, our death, his resurrection, the guarantee of our resurrection. So in this, we're supposed to encourage one another. We're supposed to build one another up. Let us remind one another regularly that Jesus is King, that he is glorious, that he is coming again. Let us be mindful of the fact that for us, when the days seem so long in light of eternity, they are not even a vapor or a speck, that when we think of the truth that this short existence that we experience now on this earth in light of eternity is nothing. Let us understand that our lives have meaning. Our lives have purpose because of the gospel. We have hope and let us encourage one another all the time with these words for those who are in grief. Let us not just say, Hey, put away your grief and put on this fake smile. But as they grieve, as we sit with them and as we love on them, as we get to that place where it it lends itself and it's wise, let us encourage one another, knowing that Jesus has conquered death and in his victory, we too will experience victory. Let us not just think that we need to sit around and figure out some mathematical formula or just as in every generation long for his return thinking that it's definitely coming in our lifetime. It's great to hold on to those things, but let the main aim of that hope be that Jesus is king, that he's promised that he's coming back. And because he is coming back, we have hope. On your worst day, when you experience death, no matter where we are, we live unto Christ the King, and He is returning soon. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. For more information about Vertical Purpose or One More Verse, visit us online at johnnicks.org. You can connect with us on social media. Just use the handle, The John Nix. And don't forget to download the free Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. 
Thanks again, guys. It's been a great week. Enjoy worship with the saints this weekend. If you don't have a church, go visit a church. Plug in, worship, love the Lord, enjoy the fellowship of the saints. And I'll see you next week for the One More Verse podcast.